You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's start looking at these games, and of course they start at 12.20 p.m. Eastern time, and it's off the top, North Carolina and Baylor. Now, I'm not going to lie, I love this spot because you know how I feel about the Tar Heels right now. BetQR, our social media producers and all that stuff, they listened closely. Earlier this week when we were in D.C. in our regular studio, I said, you know what, it's time to back the blue blood now. I think the Tar Heels are starting to put things together, and this is now a point in which I'm ready to buy into them. You don't want to have this team clicking on all cylinders and be this talented as a UNC team with all the five stars that they have and now see them in the tournament. Right. Like, that's just not what you want to see, and they are rolling right now. They are five-and-a-half-point dogs tomorrow against Baylor. Five-and-a-half-point dogs. The total in the game is 149-and-a-half. Trista, I'm not going to lie to you. I love the Tar Heels as five-and-a-half-point dogs. What say you? And Ryan, of course, Yeah. what say you? You guys both. Let's, yeah. let's talk about this I game. think the thing about UNC is that they just hit a ton of threes. Like, we saw them score so fast against Duke in that game when it was like Coach K's last night at Cameron Indoor. All the celebrities were there. And ever since that game, UNC has looked overwhelmingly stout. Yeah. The only bad game they've had since then is against Virginia Tech who plays this stifling physical style of defense, right? And they're the, probably the, the big East team of the ACC, if yeah. you know yep. what I mean. Like yep. They belong there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, UNC is looking very, very good. Uh, Baylor has looked quite beatable. Uh, that line at five and a half, I'd probably buy it to, its, to a six. But I think UNC could win that game. I think so, I really too. do. Ryan, what do you think about this one? Yeah, you know, I knew that we weren't going to get, like, a six and a half or a seven yeah, because I I'd know. be looking for the key number, like what we talked about. But uh, also, like, does that even matter anymore? Because teams foul down eight with 30 seconds left anyway. True. I Actually, I'm with you guys on this one. I like North Carolina. I think five and a half. I just think that's a little inflated. Now, Baylor, the defending champs, uh, obviously, it's a little bit different of a roster, but they still got most of their guys back. They defend really well. Uh, when they are knocking down shots, they're a tremendous three-point shooting team. But like you said, Carolina's playing with a ton of confidence. Yeah. They got guys that could get buckets, and I like this spot for them. Five and a half. I don't know that they win the game. Uh, I did take it in one bracket, plus 180 on the money line. Total seems about right, 149 and a half. Actually, if anything, I might go under in that game, but I'm with you guys. I do like Carolina to keep that game close. That could come down to the wire. 149 and a half. Holy moly. Does that seem a little high to you? It does. I mean, that's what happens when UNC has a 32-point victory over Marquette. Like, you see, like that. I want to say, I'm reading reading this article right now live, trying trying to get some numbers about this game. That was the first NCAA tournament victory for a first-year head coach, Hubert Davis. He had clinched the largest margin of victory in an 8-9 game in the NCAA tournament history. Um, the previous margin of victory was 30. So, I mean, they just destroyed Marquette. And luckily, we were on the right side in that spot. We yeah. knew Marquette was fading, and we knew UNC was trending in the right direction. But right now – Marquette's I- like a – like a better version of Xavier down the stretch. Like Marquette was really streaking <laughs> around the same time Xavier was streaking. Yeah. And then all of a sudden from like the last third of the season, they just have disappointed. It was at a point where me, you, and Ryan at different points in time during that one little time yeah. were like, should we take Marquette to win it all? Yeah. That's where they were at. And then all of a sudden they've just kind of been a disappointment. So, yeah, we kind of knew 
that that was happening at the right time. And the other thing, like, I, I think I've said this before. I'm like, man, wait till Shaka gets his guys. But the more I think about it, man, Shaka kind of has his guys. They're all yeah. transfers. There's only, I believe, two players left from Wojciechowski's team last year. So, uh, you know, fade Shaka in the tournament, obviously. Disappointing loss for Marquette. But Carolina looks good. I'll be taking the points. I might do that actually during the break. Yeah, I think I'm going to take UNC. I know I'm going to take UNC as five-and-a-half-point dogs. Yeah. I'm going to play them on the money line, too, plus 180. I mean, I did have them, actually. That was like that was the one thing I thought was an edgy play for me in my bracket was, ooh, I'm going to take the Tar Heels yeah. to surprise some people, yeah. maybe get to the Elite Eight. Everything else on the bracket is in shambles. UNC, they're still standing here pretty yeah. strong yeah. Um, of the, like, more, like the teams that we're not so sure about, non-number one seeds and stuff like that. But, man, I'm taking UNC money line. I'm going to take them to cover the five and a half. I think they're a really good squad. And also, what can we really take from Baylor's victory over, what did they play, Norfolk State? Yeah. Like what? What can yeah. we? What can not we really much. get? Not, not much. much. I watched like three minutes of the game because it was over. It like, was. Right after it was pit, over you know? instantly. And I'm not saying that we can take a lot from UNC taking on Marquette, but going uh, into that game, yeah. the mindset of UNC is not like this. This Marquette team is not one that's just they're just going to roll over them. No chance. Not, you have to play real basketball with that squad, out. and they blew them out. I think their margin of victory is more convincing. Yeah. I, I almost wonder if UNC doesn't beat them by. 32 points is the line more disrespectful yes i would assume like what is that line if they win that game against marquette eight? by like 10 points eight and a half eight maybe? and a half what do you think right it, it probably is like closer to a, closer to an eight and a half nine yeah if, like, if i'm being honest yeah i like carolina do you think i think this is going to go the opposite direction I, you know i don't know though like because you don't people think this remember it's going to move i don't know like people remember obviously the first couple months of the season for carolina yeah. like they were an absolute disaster they were yeah. getting blown out they got some bad losses but i don't know i feel like carolina is always a popular team you know yeah. what i mean like carolina duke and if you're getting five and a half yep. yeah so maybe that goes down i'm going to play it during the break and not take any chances with it yeah I'm, i think i'm going to be right behind you uh, in that spot crane is taking on kansas tomorrow at 2:40 p.m. crane is 11 and a half point dog against the jayhawks mm. ryan what do you think about this game yeah mm. so kansas Double to spread i mean kansas looked really good last night there's another game where i didn't really dive into it fully because it was over like 3 minutes into right. the game yeah. uh you know how i feel about creighton like they just it's been an up-and-down season, whereas Kansas, I don't think this is a great Kansas team, but I think this is a really good Kansas team, and I think that of all the one seeds, uh, they have the easiest path to the Final Four. I'm not going to lay 11-and-a-half, but I definitely wouldn't take Creighton in this spot. No. Even at 11-and-a-half, man, it seems a little inflated, but I'm not going to be tempted by it. I think Kansas could blow them out, and I, and I think they most likely will. They're definitely going to move on. Uh, what is Creighton on the money line? Plus 450? Gross. Yes. Yeah, so it would be Kansas or nothing. I don't want anything to do with that. You know my thoughts on Kansas. Yeah. Tristan, yeah. what about you on this spot? I think I'm going to stay away. I was also thinking about that total is very suspicious as well. 139.5. The under or, yeah, or are you thinking I the mean, over? I'm thinking the under, but then I'm also wondering, like, Kansas fills it up. Yeah. Creighton's all of a sudden yeah. scoring. Yeah. I'm now, yeah. I've got nightmares from Creighton. I, I know. know Ryan has nightmares. I hate Didn't crying. Creighton I hate have him. a big man? That got injured last game. He fell in and hammered his knee. Did he? I, I, what's the status back? though? I think he's fine though. Okay, I'm just because yeah. it looked scary, and I remember we were in the misses. It was Ryan Kalkbrenner left knee injury against. No, San seven hour ago. He's out. He's out. Tournament. Wait, he's out. Tomorrow? He's out, out for, for the rest, rest of the tournament. tournament. And wow. let's see. Wow. Um, of course, we can't give you this without saying. We know, of course, seven foot one guy. He really mans the middle for them. And if you lose him, you know who is going to stop Kansas down low? He was seven, seven one two fifty six. I mean, he's still seven one two fifty six. Yeah. That didn't change. Yeah. But this season, he's played thirty four games. Wow. Averages thirty minutes. He's the starting big man. Thirteen Only points. Forty minutes against San Diego State. Eight rebounds. Three blocks. That's something you miss when you're at the sports book. The sounds not on. It's like, oh, he's down. Oh, he's yeah. back up. 
Oh my gosh. Wow. I, I, ha I think I might. I mean, I know it's a lot of points. Maybe first half. I, Creighton in the first half. I mean, Kansas in the first half Kansas is a six and a half, I, I like believe. That. I might take them yeah. first half. I like that. I think lot. I might take them full game, too, man, because that is a huge deal for Creighton. This Creighton team is already injured right. coming into this game. Yeah. So now you lose your starting center. I got to go look at Creighton's roster real quick to see what other. By the way, he is guys not 7'1, 256. That kid is like 180 pounds. He's not 256. Yeah. Look at that I, I, I read that I a little I can see it in his neck. I like, and I'm like, Peter, you're, you're 156. Trista, Ryan, he is the only guy above 6'9 on the team. Yeah, they're going to get wow. killed. They're, they're going get to get low. destroyed. By Kansas? Oh, yeah. And he's their only true center. Yeah. They're about to go small ball with Sheep Kansas. Boys. Watch, watch them win out. Sheepway's going to go for 50 tomorrow. Go yeah, give us some player props on that. I, yeah, we need some player yeah. props on that one. I'm going to take Kansas. I'm sorry. That 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 is a huge deal. The game start at 12, 10 p.m. Eastern time. All of the plays that we give out right now, if you miss any of it, we've already previewed a few. You can check out the podcast. I've been Bet MGM tonight wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, and Google. We got you covered. UNC Baylor, we like UNC in that spot. Creighton against Kansas. Kansas. I like Kansas in that spot to cover 11 and a half. Ryan's on it as well. Tristan, no official play in that game from you just yet? No official play, but probably now that Creighton's uh, big man is out, I'll probably take Kansas first half. Yeah, reminder, if you're just joining us, Creighton just lost their big man. Can't pronounce his name, but he's 7-1. Allegedly, he's 256. He's out for the rest of the tournament. They have no players on that roster mm -hmm. taller than six foot nine, going up against Oscar Shibwe, and uh, he's a big body, wide body. Really Michigan good. tomorrow against Tennessee. Hmm. I like Tennessee a lot. Yes, the spread so is six. I love the ball. Is this a trap? It, it might. I don't think it's a trap. I think it's just. I think what it is, and I was talking to uh, our guy Brooms that we had on last yeah, night. Johnny Brooms. Johnny Brooms. I said. That's you know, a great name. Johnny yeah. Brooms. Johnny yeah. Brooms. And I said, hey, like if if Michigan wasn't such a public dog. Yeah. Like if they weren't one of the big blue bloods that everybody gets on. Big and, backing. Yeah. And people are backing them. What is the line really? Because if if the line is what I think it is. Grooms, I, Johnny Grooms. Grooms. Like, Brooms sounded too good to be true, right? Grooms. Johnny Brooms. I'm like, Grooms. He, he should use that for Sorry, something. Sorry, my guy Grooms, Johnny Grooms. I'm in a bad space, so, like, my <laughs> yeah, head's not yeah. right there. So, okay, so I said if if they were another team with the same resume, with the same win, yeah. basically uh, they came back, clawed their way back to a much lesser opponent in the first round, definitely should have lost that one if it wasn't for a couple of missed free throws and a bad turnover and a missed layup, right? So... He said, I think the line would be eight and a half if it wasn't yeah. Michigan. Wow. And I think if the line was eight and a half at Michigan, I think you have so much money coming in on Michigan that it just makes it ridiculous. So yeah. uh, I really like Tennessee. I think Tennessee could go to the Final Four. Yep. I think Tennessee has some quality wins and a bunch of guys. They play really good defense. And they've just been consistent all year long. Yeah, uh, I think Tennessee's going to smack those boys in the yeah. mouth tomorrow. I think that's just going to be what it Michigan's is. Michigan's terrible. Yeah, Michigan's not a good basketball like, team, man. And Johnny was talking about the only thing that concerned him a little bit is just that Tennessee does struggle with these, like, physical teams that have a big man. So if Hunter Dickinson does have a day, maybe they're able to pull it off. I definitely, like, I don't want the five-and-a-half with Michigan. It wouldn't be a money line play because we're only getting two-to-one odds. It's only yeah. plus 200. That's so it would be Tennessee or nothing for me. I think they're really good. Man. I think Tennessee's legit yeah. to go all the way. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. Uh, Providence takes on Richmond tomorrow. We got our Friars who have given us more gray hairs than Ryan's kids True. and Trista's parlays. They're taking on the Richmond Spiders who, you know, they, they beat Iowa. Yeah. I say they, beat Iowa. they beat Iowa. They beat Iowa. Good what job. Were they? they were like, what, they were 10 and a half 10 and point half. dogs. Yeah, no, yeah, talk, yeah. Let's, let's yes. talk about that, okay? Yeah. They play the Friars tomorrow. Three and, three and a half, three, actually the line, minus 105 value. That's a 6-10 tip off. Guys, what are we doing this game? Because, man. oh, man. Watch it. 
just watching. I think for me, any it's plays just in this game. I mean, I lean, yeah. I lean Providence on the money line just because like they keep doing things that they're not supposed to do. But I just, I don't know. And and then for Richmond, I don't like the value of like take them on an upset. Maybe the over, 134 and a half. Yeah. I was all about Mitch, Mitch Rich. I almost said Mitch Richmond. <laughs> uh, I was all, all aboard the Richmond hype train like all season long, and then I faded them with Iowa, 10 and a half point favorites. I did take the under in that game, so maybe that's a look, especially second game. You know, maybe they're a little gassed here, the total 134 and a half. But I'm with you guys because, like, I, I don't know if Providence is a great team. They're a good team, and, and they win these games where, you know, you almost have a heart attack watching them, but they're yeah. – that's. They know, they know how to win those games. So, like, if it comes down to the wire, I, I do like Providence. I don't really want to lay minus 155, Me so neither. I'm with you. I'll watch it. Yeah. I think if any play I have, it's going to be Richmond, man. Yeah. I know Providence. I've watched Providence too up close and personal to lay them as a three-point favorite against a team like Richmond and the way they're playing basketball right now. Their point guard, Jacob Gilliard, yeah. he had an interview after the game, after they beat Iowa. And I don't remember who the journalist was who asked him this question, but he said, what can Richmond do moving forward? And he looks at the camera and said, we can dance. And I said, oh, my like God, I love this kid. He And he has all the intangibles. He just plays the game the he right way. He looks at the camera and says, we, we can, can dance. dance. And I love that. He said we can dance. And I, we just watch him play basketball. Not only is he a good point guard, but he's like his IQ is through the roof. He's fouling. He knows when to foul in situations, when to call timeouts. He's telling the coach when to call timeouts to get his guys rallied around him. I like Richmond in this spot to cover three. I mean, they took down yeah. Iowa, so it's kind of like you you took down my king. Now I'm loyal to you. I think I'm loyal to the Spiders now, and I should have been doing that. I went to school. That's like how it is in Game of Thrones. That is how it is in Game of Thrones. I went to school right down the street from Richmond, and uh, at this point, I got to back the hometown I don't hate team. that so whatsoever. Let's go, Spiders. We got uh, St. Mary's taking on UCLA tomorrow. That line's well, sort of disrespectful. I'm on St. Mary's. I played that this morning. Yeah, what I like, the heck? I like that. That's disrespectful to, to St. Mary's. UCLA's a three-point favorite in the game. Yeah, yeah I took the points, and I'm going to yeah. probably take the money line. I wanted a better price than plus 120. Look, St. Mary's is a really, number. really good team. Yeah. UCLA's not winning this game. No, they're not. St. Mary's is going to win this game. So right now, I'm not going to tell you to pull over if you're driving like, pull over. like, the, like the T. Crick. But but maybe pull over. I can't pull over any further. Pull over right now. St. Mary's is the wrong – UCLA's the wrong team favorite in this spot. Take St. Mary's to plus three. Also take them on the money line. They're going to win that game and yeah. keep dancing. St. Yeah. Mary's is a real freaking team. UCLA, what did they do to prove to you that they should be favored by three against St. Mary's? Uh, who they was I talking to, to? Who were we talking to? Was it Aaron? Aaron's Akron got, beat them. Aaron's got right. UCLA yeah. going to the championship game. I was like – Nah. That is some West Coast bias that right there. Some, that's because she wants to be back in the West Coast. But if you know, you know. Oh, we got uh, Murray State also taking on St. Peter's tomorrow. I can't even get like, a spread on that game. Why did you guys make me move out no, here? St. Peter's calls. and Murray State. Murray State's an eight-and-a-half point eight and favorite a half in that point game. Spread. I'll tell you this, man. Like, why would I not back St. Mary's plus eight-and-a-half? Sure. Maybe like or St. Peter's or St. Peter's. Okay. I'm sorry, not St. Mary's. Two uh, Saints going off back to back. Two Saints. Not my favorite though. That's St. Charles Bromeo, of course. Yeah, man, like St. Peter's, eight-and-a-half-point dogs. Maybe they run out of gas. You know, maybe there was a lot of luck involved. But That's again, a lot of points. They've been the best team against the spread all year. They're 20-9, and nine, now 21-9 and nine after that victory yeah. against and Kentucky. And they play defense, up. man. And eight-and-a-half is a lot of points. I like Murray State. Murray State was in a sweat last night. That game goes to overtime. They beat a really good San Francisco team, but, like, Eight and a half is too many too points. Many I'm playing St. Peter's, and I might even sprinkle on the money line because that's a great price. Plus 310, they just beat Kentucky, so why not? You know yeah. what I also love is St. Peter's plus four and a half first half. Yeah. I, like I can see them leading. They're plus 200 to win on the money line in the first half. I actually like that. No sweat. Trista, just take I like both that. and then uh, maybe just 
recoup some of that plus 900 money they got stolen from. You know what I like more in that in that spot? I like the first half under 60 and a yeah. half. I do. St. Peter's plays really good defense, but also what kind of kills them is that they can't score great. Yeah. They, they're not great at scoring, but when they do hit, it is impressive. But I think that the first half under might be the play in that one. Really quickly before we get off the yeah. air, two more games. Arkansas takes on New Mexico State. The spread in that game is seven. Gonzaga, the battle of Chet Holmgren taking on Jalen Durant. That game is a 10-point spread. Any quick thoughts? Rapid fire. Memphis Arkansas, New plus 10 and a half. Memphis plus 10 and a half. Ryan, yeah. what are you doing in those two games? Oh, Either one. man, I will go under 154 and a half in Memphis-Gonzaga. I, like I like that. I like that. I think I'm going to take Gonzaga to cover the 10. I'm fading Memphis.